When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Come on, let's all go to the lobby. Because people are staring at us listening to these shows while we're in the theater. Hi, Jack. This is Pete. I am calling to let you know that I'm having one heck of a good time listening to the 2017 Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. Every show so far has been a corker. I, I loved Knock. That was a terrific tribute to our pal Bill Holweg. I really enjoyed Rebecca. Old Souls Audio did a fantastic job. Sarah Golding, John Bell, Rachel Rumler. Wonderful cast. Outstanding performances. And then just this week with uh, John Bell and Sarah Golding in the Damon Runyon Theater. That was really funny. Just a wonderful show. I love that whole series because I've been a fan of Damon Runyon for a long time. I actually played Nathan Detroit in a production of Guys and Dolls about 100 years ago, so you know I've got an affinity for uh, Mr. Runyon. Anyway, I know that um, Narada Radio Company's presentation of Meridian 71212 is coming up next week, and I just wanted to say I hope that your listeners enjoy our presentation of that show as much as I've enjoyed everybody else's presentation so far. That's all I have to say. Keep listening, keep doing the good work, just keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, buddy. Hope to talk to you soon. Bye for now. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Sonic Summerstock Playhouse Once again, our seventh season of Sonic Summerstock Playhouse presents classic theatre, adapted and performed by some of the very best audio players and producers from around the world. I'm David Alt, and with Jack Ward, we are your hosts. Welcome to the 2017 Summerstock Playhouse. Tonight, a special encore performance from both Pete Lutz and his Narada radio players, and a Playhouse favourite, the exciting drama of a New York telephone time service, and the effects it has on the lives of those who call it, was first brought to us on the 24th of August in 1939. And if we could please have the spotlights on, and raise tonight's curtain as we present the Narada theatre players here on the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse stage. This very special presentation for the Sonic Society Summerstock Playhouse is dedicated to all fans of old-time radio, but especially to the memory of our dear friend Bill Holweg, 
who, like many of us in the society, were more than mere fans of the genre. We like to think this remake of Meridian 71212 would be rated by Bill with at least a 3, if not a 4 Java Mug rating. (laughs) We can't salute your memory enough, shipmate. Now, on with the show. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.30. The Columbia Radio Workshop presents as the 8th program in its festival series, Meridian 71212, written and directed by Irving Reese. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.30 and one quarter. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.30 and one half. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.30 and three quarters. Damn! Why can't I get something all night? Oh, hello, Jim. I didn't know you were here. And I wasn't. Just came back to pick up some things I left. Anybody else out there? No. You know you're the only greasy grind on the staff. What are you doing here so late? Oh, I'm stuck for about 500 words to fill a comments page. My mind's gone blank. Anything I can do? Mm Mm-hmm. You can give me a cigarette. I finished the third pack an hour ago. Sure. Here. Thanks. Maybe this will be the camel that broke the straw's back. Oh, very bad. You need some sleep. Sleep? I can't go home unless this gets finished. And I can't finish this unless I get some sleep. What do you suggest, Mr. Worse of Experience? Go home. Now stop being an idiot. I gotta have the copy in the hands of the printer at 9 tomorrow morning. Oh, that's tough. What time is it anyway? I've probably missed the last train connection. Don't know. Left my watch at home. You can call up. Call up what? Meridian 71212. What's that? The telephone time service. Oh, excuse me. I forgot you were a commuter. Meridian what? 71212. M. E. 7. 1. 2. 1. 2. Well, that's something new I learned today. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.32 and one quarter. 11.32. And I've been trying to get an idea since 8 this morning. I got it. You got what? My story. Boy, this isn't natural. What are you talking about? Now, wait, wait. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.32 and one half. Hello, operator. This is the editorial department of Manhattanite Magazine. I'd like when to you ask the you... Signal, the time yeah, will be I know, girly. And three quarters. quarters. Listen, girly, this is important. It'll only when take a minute. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.33. Hello? Hello? Ugh. She won't listen. Hey, Jim, help me out, will ya? Sure, if you tell me what it's all about. I think there's a swell story here. Hop a cab and run down to the time service office, will you? It must be right around here. Get all the dope you can. Who calls, why they call. Hey, that's a swell idea. You know what I want. The old human interest hoax. Yeah, sure. I'll stay here and work it up in skeleton form. Soon as you get the facts, phone me. Well, all right. Jim, you're a lifesaver. I'll do as much for you. Ah, forget it. I'll be calling you. 
Good luck. Meridian seven one two one two. When you hear the signal, the time will be eleven thirty-three and three quarters. When you hear the signal, the time will be eleven thirty-four. When you hear the signal, the time will be eleven thirty-four and one quarter. Okay, Dot. I'll relieve you now. Thanks, baby. I'll be back soon. When you hear the signal, the time will be eleven thirty-four and one half. What's the trouble, Miss Day? I've got a pretty nasty headache. I'm sorry, Miss Wallace. Oh, that's all right. Do you want to go home? I'll arrange a relief. No, thank you very much. I'll be all right in a moment. You go down to the restroom and relax. I'll send Miss Cleary down with you. Miss Cleary, Miss Miss Cleary. Yes, Miss Wallace. Will you go down to the restroom with Miss Day? She isn't feeling well. Certainly. Come on, Dot. Thanks, Helen. Thank you, Miss Wallace. I'll be back soon. That's all right. Stay as long as you like. What's the matter, kid? Just a headache, Helen. I'll be all right. You sure it's just a headache? Of course. Why? Aw, oh, come on. Spill it, kid. You haven't been yourself for a long time now. Is it a guy? No. No, really, Helen. Then you're homesick. No. Honest, Helen, it's nothing. All right. All right, kid. Well, here we are. Now you lie down on the couch. There. Now I'll just tuck this around you. I feel better already. I don't need the blanket, Helen. Now you just lie still while I fix you something. <laughs> don't bother, Helen. I wish you'd just tell Aunt Helen what's worrying you. Maybe she could help. I'll be all right. Sure you will. Here, now drink this down fast. <coughs> Ooh. Now that's it. This must be good medicine. It tastes so bad. Now that's the first time you've smiled in four weeks. Now out with it. I know something's wrong, kid. And honest, it helps to just talk about it sometimes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, dear. Forget it. Where do you come from, Dot? I mean, your hometown. Oswego. That's in New York State, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Why don't you call up home? Put through a long-distance call. Maybe that'll help your spirits. Employees get a big discount. No, I'm not homesick, Helen. Oswego? That's an Indian name, isn't it? Yeah, yes, I, I think so. Queer sound to it. Yet it sounds familiar. I've heard it recently. Oh, yeah, I know. It was on the radio last night. That kid Lambert that's going to be electrocuted in Sing Sing tonight for the bank. Gee, kid. Oh, sure put my foot in it. Oh, I'm sorry, kid. Please don't cry. Do you know him? He's my brother. Your brother? Tonight at 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs>
do anything. I can't do anything except sit here and call out the time every 15 seconds. The last in Tommy's life. And he didn't do it. He couldn't have. He wrote he was in the bank when it happened. And someone swore he handed a gun to the man who did the killing, but he had nothing to do with it. Listen, kid. I'm going to see the supervisor. We'll both get the night off. You come home with me. No, Helen. I'd die if anyone else knew I'm so ashamed. I'm even sorry I told you. But look, we don't have to tell them why we're going. I'll just say you're sick and I'm taking you home. No. No, please. Nothing can help now. I'm better off working. I'd go mad just sitting around here thinking about it. I'd go mad. Please. Let's go back now. All right, kid. Mr. Bradley? Yes? I'm sorry to disturb you at this hour. My name's Fawcett, Manhattan Night Magazine. Well, I'm glad to know you, Mr. Fawcett. I'm a Manhattan Night fan. It's a swell magazine. <laughs> well, thanks. That should make things easier. What can I do for you? Well, we thought it might be interesting to do an article on your telephone time service. Good. We won't mind the publicity. Now, just what did you want to know about it? Well, you know the comments page in our magazine. Interesting facts about all sorts of things? Yes. Well, we'd like to do one like that on your time service. How many calls you get, how many times an hour, why people call, how you pick the girls. Well, you know what I mean. Yes, of course. Suppose we go right to the operations room. You can actually watch the girl on duty work, and I'll explain it all as we go along. Oh, fine. You know, lots of people think you use phonograph records. Ah, oh, no. This way, Mr. Fawcett. You see, we use the girls on the regular operating staff. They get a voice and diction test first. If they qualify, they do one hour of duty on the time circuit a day, then go back to their other work. They just sit there and wait for the calls to come in? Oh, no. Oh, no. They have no way of knowing if anyone is on the line or not. They call time every 15 seconds regardless. You hear them, but they can't hear you. <laughs> I know. We tried to question the girl, and she paid no attention. Well, here we are. You see the girl in the glass-enclosed office? Yeah. She's the time service operator. It's all soundproof, so no noise gets through. Oh, yes. She's got three watches to check by, you'll notice. That little green light is the signal for her to start talking. The tone signal comes automatically. And the girls are relieved right on the hour? Yes, indeed. It would get pretty tedious if it lasted longer. I should say. Four times a minute, 240 times an hour. Say, how about that girl who just went in? Is she going to relieve the girl on the board? Yes, I guess so, but they usually change on the hour. Oh, Miss Tanner? Yes, Mr. Bradley? How is it you're getting relief now? Oh, it's Miss Day's trick. She wasn't feeling well. I relieved her a few minutes ago. Now she's back to finish up. I see. Thank you. May we go right into the office? I'd like to listen for a while. Certainly, but we'll have to whisper if you want to talk to me in there. It might be picked up on the mic. Oh, of course. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.40 and one quarter. Sit down, Mr. Fawcett. Thanks. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.40 Mr. Bradley, and one half. would it be possible to trace a few calls? I'd like to find out just why people use the service. 
Is it because their watches when stop or signal, what? The time will be 11.40 and three quarters. We don't know. All the calls come in on the dial system and you can't trace dials. Ah, that's too bad. It when would be interesting signal, to know. The time will could be you offer a guess from personal knowledge? We could quote you. Your guess would be as good as mine. Time plays an important part in the lives of people in a big city. We get several hundred calls an hour. Maybe somebody's trying to make a train connection. Somebody in bed who's when too lazy signal, to get up and the The time will be 11.41 and one quarter. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.41 and one half. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.41 and three quarters. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.42. Hotel operator? Yes, sir. Will you get me Bell Harbor 44642? Four, yes, sir. I'm getting Bell Harbor 44642. Four, Thank you. Hello? Hello, Grace. John, where have you been? We've been worried to death. I'm in town, darling. Oh, John, why didn't you call and say you'd be late? Where are you? I'm at a hotel, dear. But what are you doing at a hotel? I've got something very important to tell you, Grace. Please save it till you get home. It can't wait. But it's so late, dear. We've been worried all day. I've been pretty busy. I know, but... Grace... My insurance policy expires at midnight. That's nothing, John. You'll get another when things pick up. There isn't a chance, dear. I'm all washed up. Darling, I won't have you talk that way. Now please, come right home. You can still get dinner. I've got a swell roast and I've kept it warm. You'll feel better after you've eaten. We'll find some other way out. We still have each other. If it were only us, I wouldn't care, dear. It's the kids I'm thinking of. It isn't fair to them. Priscilla got a medal at school today, John. She stayed up just to show it to you. Please, please come right home. My policy is for $50,000, Grace. It expires in about 18 minutes. John, what are you thinking of? I won't listen. I won't listen. I'm going to leave you, darling. Please take care of Priscilla and Jim. John, don't do... Hotel operator. Operator, get me Meridian 7... One, two, one, two. And stay on the line. Yes, sir. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.44 and one quarter. Did you hear that, operator? Yes, sir. She said it was 11.44 and a quarter. That's right, operator. Remember that. I beg your pardon, sir? I said remember that. Stay on the line. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.44 and one half. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.44 and three quarters. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.45. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.45 and one quarter. 
Of course, this girl's only answering calls from New York City, isn't she? What do you mean, Mr. Fawcett? Well, I mean there wouldn't be any reason for anyone outside New York City to call Meridian for the time. Oh, no. New York City has its own local time service because of the difference in time. Now in Chicago, people call Cathedral 8000, and in Los Angeles, Overick 8900. It would be very silly for someone from Chicago or any place outside of New York to call here for the time, don't you think? Of course. It was stupid of me to ask. It would be very silly for anyone outside of New York City to call. said, Percival, send us a drink. Well, it's quite late, sir. Quite late, sir, says he. Come here, come here, come here. Listen, Percival, it's never too late for another drink. <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, don't you think you'd better go to your rooms? It's nearly 5 a.m. Don't you think you'd better go to your rooms? <laughs> well, I'd never. Hey, now, we want another drink. And we ain't going to our rooms till we get another drink. You tell me, old boy, old buddy, old pal. Now set us another drink. I'm very sorry, gentlemen. You're in London, you know, and it's against the law to serve intoxicating spirits at this hour. We don't want intoxicating spirits. We want scotch. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> we don't want intoxicating spirits. We want scotch. <laughs> Gentlemen, you'll, you'll awaken all the guests. You bet you will wake up all your guests if you don't get us a drink. You said it, old pal. You said it. A drink to the king. No, 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 no. no. We've been drinking to the king all day. Let's drink to the queen. Right, 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 right. This one is for the queen. Woo! All right, Queenie! <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm only the desk clerk. I have nothing to do with liquor. Call up the Queen and tell her Joe and his little pal from New York want to have a drink. That's right. That's right. Give me, give me, give me the phone there. I'll, I'll get Buckleham Palace. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, the Queen's asleep. Then get us a drink. Gentlemen, it's 5 a.m. There are rules prohibiting. Now listen, listen, Percival. It ain't five o'clock in little old New York, now is it? What? No. No, sir. See, we're from little old New York, and we abide by their rules. Not these, you see. That's a fine way to treat Americans. That's right. We go by New York rules, not these. Well, it's only 11 o'clock in little old New York. Nah, palsy, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. In little old New York, it's 12 o'clock. Oh, Yeah. How's about daylight savings time? How's about that? That ain't got nothing to do with it. Nothing! Please, gentlemen, don't shout. Well, what about it, Percival? What time is it in little old New York? I believe there's a difference of five hours. That would make it 12 o'clock in New York. Well, what about the daylight savings time, huh? There ain't no more daylight savings time. Oh, yeah? Well, five bucks says there is. Five bucks. Okay, it's a bet. Oh, boy, I got a sucker here. Here, give me the phone, Percival. I'll get you the time, all right. Hello, hello? Are you there? I ain't never heard no complaints, dearie. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Oh, that's all right. You didn't do nothing. Uh, give me Meridian 71212. Sorry, sir, but there's no such exchange. Ah, uh, that's what you think. Yes, there is. You just get me New York. All right, sir. 
I'll get you overseas service. Overseas? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Overseas service? Get me Meridian 7121 in New York. Little New York. Just a moment, sir. Hello, New York. Hello, New York. Hello, London. Number, please. Meridian 71212. You must be mistaken, London. That's the New York Time Service. No mistake at all, dearie. You just get it. Very well, sir. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.50 and one half. Thank you, dearie. What'd she say? What'd she say? She said, <laughs> she said the time was 11.50 and uh, something. <laughs> I told him, didn't I, Percival, this wise guy? Yes, sir, you told him. Hand over five bucks, Mr. Smarty. Hand it over. Get it up. Okay, okay. Here. Begging your pardon, sir. What'd you do? The transatlantic call will be three pounds. How much is three pounds? That is fifteen dollars in American money. That's okay, that's okay. Mr. Wise Guy here, he'll pay it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Call of New York was your idea, not mine. Oh, so you're going to get technical, eh? Reneging. Gentlemen. So you're going to welch, huh? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? This is what I'm going to do about it. Please, please, Johnson, there's still a little time left. Why don't you tell the truth? We'll protect you. We'll use every penny we have to see that you're taken care of. Listen, Mr. Lawyer, for the 50th time, I told them everything I know on the witness stand. You better get these ropes off my wrist and let me out of here. Johnson, you're a filthy liar and you know it. Don't you realize you're sending an innocent kid to the electric chair? I'll bust right out crying in a minute. All right. There isn't enough time to try being decent with you. I've done everything I can. Now get this. I don't care what happens to me, but I'm not letting that kid burn. Sit here and think it over. If you change your mind, call me. I'll be right behind that door. And remember this. If Tommy Lambert dies, you're not going to leave this room alive. Ah, you can't scare me. All right. Just think it over. How'd you make out, Ed? Can't get a thing out of him. He's as tight-lipped as when I started five hours ago. What are you going to do? I told him I'd wait till he called me. I told him if he didn't and Tommy Lambert died, he'd never leave that room. But, Ed, you know that rat won't talk. But what can I do? What time is it? Quarter to twelve. Don't you realize that kid is going to die in fifteen minutes? Realize? God, I haven't slept a minute since he was convicted. I know the kid's innocent. I lost it for him. I couldn't help him. There's no time for that. I'll go in and have a talk with Mr. Johnson. No, Neil. I won't let you. I've been a lawyer for twenty years now. When this gets out, I'm washed up, but I'll take Johnson with me. You're just starting out. I won't let you get mixed up in it. I just want three minutes with him. 
All right, Johnson, the party's over. Ah, the assistant mastermind. I didn't know you were here. Don't make me laugh, Johnson. You said on the witness stand that you saw Tommy Lambert hand the gun to Roy Peters in the Oswego National Bank. So what? Was that true, Johnson? Yes, Mr. Lawyer, on my word of honor as a good boy scout. Cut that out! Stop! How's that feel, Johnson? I'll take care of you later. Out! Don't! You're killing me! Would you like to talk now, rat? Neil! Neil, what are you doing? Giving Mr. Johnson a taste of what he needs. Oh! Stop him! Yeah, this won't bother him any more than the shock of 2,000 volts through the Lambert kid's body. You better stop him or you'll burn too. Go! Feel it, stunk! Stop it! Stop it! Okay. I lied. I got paid to say I saw the gun. I needed the money. All right, rat. Now he'll be quiet for a minute. We've got to move fast. What time is it? Quarter to twelve. But you said it was a quarter to twelve the last time I asked. Good Lord. My watch stopped. I'll get it. M E seven one two one two. When you hear the signal, the time will be eleven fifty nine. Oh God. What's the matter? An innocent boy is going to die in one minute. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.59 and one quarter. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.59 and one half. When you hear the signal, the time will be 11.59 and three quarters. When you hear the signal, the time will be 12 o'clock. You have been listening to the CBS presentation of Meridian 71212, an original radio play by Irving Reese. It was produced and directed by the author through an arrangement with Paramount Pictures and came to you from Hollywood as the eighth program in the Columbia Workshop Festival series. It originally aired August 24th, 1939. This remake of Meridian 71212 was produced especially for the 2017 Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. Our Narada Radio Company players were as follows. The telephone operators, Eileen Corpos as Dot Day, Rhiannon McAfee as Miss Tanner and the hotel operator, Angela Young as Helen Cleary, Jerry Elliff as Miss Wallace, Sarah Golding as the London operator, Alex Moore as the overseas operator, and Stephanie Jordan as the New York operator. With Jackie Ayers as the writer for Manhattanite Magazine, Peter M. Howard as Jim Fawcett, Pete Lutz as Mr. Bradley, the time service manager, Joe Martinez as John, Nancy Gogler as Grace, his wife, Pete Lutz and Dana Gonzalez as Joe and Scott, American drunks in London, 
Jason D. Johnson as Percival, the beleaguered London desk clerk, Alan Clower as Ed, a lawyer, Micah Blaine as Neil, his assistant, and Nick Womack as Johnson, a criminal. Your announcers were Derek Lutz and Ash Thurman. This presentation was directed and produced by Pete Lutz. Music was by Dr. Ross Bernhardt. Sound effects were from the public domain, freesound.org, and the original radio production. On behalf of the Narada Radio Company, thanks for listening to this special production for the 2017 Sonic Summer Playhouse. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you enjoy the other entries in this year's Summer Stock. And that's this week's performance for the 2017 Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. All productions, performances, characters and scripts presented in the Playhouse belong strictly to their copyright holders, and no copyright infringement is assumed or intended. The Sonic Summerstock Playhouse is part of the Sonic Society podcast and Electric Vicuna Productions. Any shows that continue their run must have explicit permission from all parties involved. The Playhouse theme was written and performed by Sharon B. Join us next week at the Playhouse for another classic performance. I'm your announcer, David Alt. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're headed toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, we're pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.